You can check out all the episodes of The Table of Truth on our website, www.tableoftruth.com. Welcome everybody to the table of the truth. This is your man Cam. With me as always is What up? It's your boy King Popa. What's going on? Next. <laughs> Yo, what up guys? Black be black. Make black. I black Dwayne. And last but not King least. Punta. Yo, what's going on, y'all? This is it. Boring as usual. Worse. Yeah, I, I got, you come up I got so much crazy I, shit, yo, and you can never come I, up with your name. Yeah. I'm like a car engine. I gotta warm up, man. I can't just turn on and just start going. I gotta take a while for me, Pope. I'm, 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 <laughs> you got, you got warm. I, I gotta get warmed up. I'm not. I don't jump off top. So, what up, y'all? This is it, man. Get more has be going on. Let them know. We're back for another exciting edition of the Table of Truth. Yo. Yeah, yo, we we won we won away from a hundred, man. Episode ninety nine. About to get yeah, that took us like money. five years. Right up. <laughs> yeah, it did take about five years. <laughs> but we yo, here, y'all. Let me like not say we not episodes. not at hundred yet. <laughs> um. Yeah, but so, we're uh, back. I guess we uh, what happened? Yeah, uh, Kendrick Lamar just dropped his album a week early. Everybody listened to it. Wait, Ant, did you listen to it? Yes, I listened to the album. Not, I'm eighty percent done, but yes, I listened to the album. Son, yes. come on, man. <laughs> That's why I asked first. I said eighty. I said eighty percent because I skipped. I skipped two songs. I didn't like two songs, so I skipped. I skipped two songs. What song you skip, yo? Uh, I'll tell you right now. I don't know the names by heart. I'll tell you right now. So wait, you just heard them and skip? You're not talking about the no, 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 right? No, 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 no. I heard. I heard the album. Let me see. Let me see. But here's the thing. I heard the album, but I didn't listen to the album. Like, really soak it in. I soaked it in, but I got it. It just came out today, so it's hard to make a quick judgment, but I will make some type of judgment. <laughs> I, I kind of get that. That was the best review ever. Yeah. I'm just, um, I'm just keeping on. Let me see. What album? Which one did I skip? I guarantee it's Interludes. Probably. Probably King Kong. Some of the best parts, too, yo. Yeah, I don't like that, that that song with Snoop. I didn't. I, I like it, but it wasn't like my one of my favorites. Was that institutionalized? That's um. That shit was dope. Yeah, institutionalized. Yeah. I, I got. I have to. I have to. That one and but the best song I like is all right. I like Mama. There's a few songs that's that's retarded on this song, on this album. Now overall, I liked it, man. It was uh, I call it fun. You 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 called it fun. You said. Yeah, I thought it was a fun album. Yeah, it's like, it was like funk, man. I, I don't, I don't, I don't get fun from the album at all, yo. Not at all. <laughs> was, it sounded like he wanted to reunite the Black Panthers when I was listening to that. Word. Uh, while while I was listening to it, a leather jacket and a fucking beret just came on me from nowhere. I was like, oh shit, what the fuck is this train, yo? That train is not. I, I I don't like a fun album. When I hear fun album, I think like Fresh Prince and the Jazzy Jeff, like. That's a fun album. Like you want to go listen to it with your family. People is barbecuing over your beats and shit. People are cracking beers. I I don't I don't get that with this shit, y'all. So what you think about the album, Pope? I love the album, yo. See, I think... <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I love it. I listened to it like four times today, yo. I, I, I see. I I feel like it's one of those albums you have to listen to like twenty times. Like I get what he's saying, but I don't get it. It's like I'm like, I don't know, man. I gotta, I gotta really soak it in. Like the album, I feel like it's an album that you have to listen to a bunch of times to kind of grow on you. It's not something like you take. Basically, what I'm trying to say, it's not an album where if you want to hear like hot beats and like just menacing bars, like I feel like it, it has a lot more substance than what we, yeah, than what what we normal normally what we normally listen to. So I listen to it. I. I can't make a judgment yet. I feel like I have to listen to it 
a couple more times. Like, remember when you guys made me review Kanye's album, Yeezus? Yeah. yeah. Yo, I went out drinking and had it on my way home, playing in my headphones. I was like, I'm not reviewing this album because it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so I sat with it over the weekend, and then I was like, oh, like I, I just started breaking down stuff. I started listening a, a, a bit more. And I was like, okay, I, I get the album. Like I was like, this is a, a average album. It's above average compared to what I initially thought. So that's the reason why I'm reserving judgment from me. Like I, I know people who say they love it already. I know people who say they hate it. I feel like it's one of those albums where you have to give it time. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. agree. I think it's one of those. And things that's the where problem. What they say though, I'm gonna fuck. I'm sorry, no, it's one of those things where like one, there's no discernible single, which is kind of like uh, Mad City. Um, two, he doesn't sound like anything else that's out right now, especially on the radio, which is dope. Um, yeah. And then also, I like that he just kind of just, he had like a certain message that he wanted to get out, whether you agree with it or don't agree with it, he kind of just ran with it. Like, everybody was making the Black Power jokes and like, everything makes you want to riot or start a revolution and all that kind of stuff. But like, when I was talking about the fun part of it, I just liked that it was upbeat and a lot of the, uh, it was very, it had that like G-Funk uh, uh, era type uh, feel to it in almost every track. Mm-hmm. And, like, he really was just kind of pushing that. And, like, there's a lot of horns. There's a lot of, like, almost, like, spoken word, jazzy type stuff. Like, it's really not your typical rap album of, like, 2014, 15 right now. Not at all. Like, yeah, that's what I was saying before. I'm, like, I felt like he pushed the envelope. Like, how, like, Andre 3000 did when he released his album back in the days. What, like, like, yeah, like, I feel like it's something where it just, it makes hip-hop overall better because... When somebody else tries to do it next time, they're gonna be like, "All right, like people might give it a give it a listen," but you can't really copycat that. I think this is something organically that's coming out of Kendrick. But I, I do know one thing: this, this album's finally gonna make people listen. There's no more, like you said, these quick little club beats, catchy tunes. Now you gotta listen to the whole thing. Yeah, and listen to the whole thing. No, then now this is what a rap album is about. You can sit back and digest it instead of going on to the next album. So hopefully, this album does that. Hopefully, yeah, I hope right, you're right, too. But the thing is, for me, when I listen to music, like, the way he knows, like, I listen to, I listen to, like, uh, I listen to the feel, the vibe. I feel, like, the energy from it when I listen to the album for the first couple of times. I already get into the lyrics until, like, maybe, like, the sixth or seventh listen. But, like, yeah. this, this stuff he said in it that stands out, like, you're talking about how the, um, how people don't listen to the lyrics and how um, people always talk about, yo, I miss old hip-hop, how... Uh, I want a lyricist. Now he was like, "Yo, if that's the case, why isn't uh, Big uh, Big Mike fucking uh, platinum?" Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Yeah, my bad. Sorry. Yeah, like why? Why is not platinum? And that dude is lyrical out the ass, yo. He is, and he's also political too. So it, it just shows how how hypocritical people really are. They just a lot of people just say shit for the sake of saying it, and that's the thing I, I really like about his album that he has. He's actually saying something with the music. Oh, I, was, I, I wouldn't even say, I would just say more than that, educated enough to know what's going on as far as the big mic and all that. I would just say that. Killer Mike. Killer Mike. <laughs> big Mike, Killer Mike. <laughs> That's what you know. Mike Tyson. Yo, Mikey Mike. <laughs> Butter Mike. No, Killer Mike, Mike, you know I ain't, you know I don't got none of your albums, Killer Mike. Shit. Yo, he's one of my favorite rappers, man. Nah, he's, nah, he's not whack. He's not whack. I'm just gonna none of his albums. So. Yeah, I, yo, I, I gotta go back. I gotta bump it again. Like I, I, I ran into a black. He was listening to it today, and he's like, same thing I'm saying. He was like, yo, I gotta kind of listen to it. But I was telling him, I'm like, did you get into uh, what is it? What Mass is it? City. Yeah, what is it? Good kid. Uh, Good kid, Mass City. Yeah, and he was like, nah, not at first. Now, I know a lot of people did it. Anthony, you were a prime example of that. You were like, yeah. Yo, I don't know. There's no club track on this, so I feel like it's it's one of those albums where you have to play it again, play it again, and and let it grow on you. And that's I mean, not necessarily a bad thing. Nah, that's how I'm supposed to be, though. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. You don't have to like it. That's the thing. To each his own. It. You know what it is? It's it's. Let's compare it to movies. It's not an action flick. It's a drama. Yeah. Like you have to sit back. Like it, this, the opening scene's not gonna blow you away. It's something where it's it's gonna build and grow on you. That's how I view the album. Yeah. But the first two songs off top had me hyped. Like the way how it started, it it it, 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 it jumps you in immediately as soon as you hit play. That's how I took it when I first heard the album. I'm like, oh shit, he already sucked me in already. So now I really oh, want to like. Boys. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> boys. 
You just yo, can't save you. I'm not yo, believing it. I, I, yo, that's it. I gotta make an announcement on this Porsche because I, <laughs> I, 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 I find myself saying Porsche of my son. Everything. Yeah. Daddy loves you. Pause. What am I doing? <laughs> I just want to kiss your cheeks, pause, daddy. Like, I can't even, I can't even be friendly to my child no more with this poor yeah. shit. Yeah. I got to make an announcement. I can't deal with this no more. Because I be saying, I ain't going to lie, I catch myself like, damn, I can't say this when I type. Like, oh, delete. This is crazy. Yeah. I'm tired of this, man. But, yo, do you feel like this, Kendrick has always been this type of dude? Because I feel like, I feel like he's Tupac 2.0 right now. <laughs> Dude, this is this album is so different from his first one. Yeah, it's like he's on some revolution. Yo, yeah. it's, it's an album where yo, I I can't see white people repeating the lyrics unless they want to <laughs> unless they want to fight. Yeah, like some of the tracks is like yo, like they they can't really relate to it too. Like some of the stuff he's saying. Yeah, I, I was talking to my friend who's uh, his girl is white. Yeah, and she he was like she listened to it a couple times today and she said it was okay. I'm like yo, this album's too black for her. <laughs> no, we're, you know what's funny? All the fans, all the um, Kendrick fans, now we're really going to see who really listens to an album. Because for you, for somebody to say album is whack in one day, to hearing it, like, come on, you really have to like listen to this album. There's no way you can say it's flat out whack unless you tell me every lyric word for word in the meaning. And if you can't, then I think people just maybe they're not hearing to a good beat or it's boring, but. This album right here with Kendrick, this is some like for hardcore fans. Like this ain't for the typical somebody who's on the radio, airplay, none of that. So, but on, but on top of that, it had this drink where it's on both ends. Like there are people are saying that it's whack, and there's other people are saying it's a classic. And it's just like, yo, you haven't even got, given it a chance to let it marinate on you yet, and you're already putting it up in the upper echelon, you know? Yeah, I can't, I, I can't do that, man. Yeah, plus I like that. Um... The whole like he he's like oh my uh, announced date is this day and then he drops it a week early and then once again making people actually care about albums now and I like that the even the two singles that he dropped people are already kind of iffy like oh they're I they're not really that dope and then you know this album comes out now it's either classic like you said or it's all oh, this is whack so it's interesting that at least people now actually care and like listen to the whole thing because you know they weren't. Uh, predisposed beforehand like like piecemeal like he had two singles but they weren't like you know like radio singles this is all more on the underground and people are really feeling black of the berry some people didn't like the um eye they're like oh it's he's trying to be on some like funk stuff or whatever so it's interesting to see the different like when it has such parallel uh like opinions that's when you have, at least you know something's like worth talking about and is on its way to being really dope yeah yeah i, I, I just want people sorry cut you i just want to, to just Listen to the album and don't judge it. Because now we're going to know, like I said before, people who's educated, a lot of people are going to say it's whack just because they just don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> period. And I, and, I, and I hope that's not the case when people say this album is whack just because you can't understand it. You got to go online and download what the hell he said and read it. I hope he do it. Nah, I'm serious. No, yo, and, and I'm, in, I'm in that boat right now. Some of the things he said. Same here. I was like, I was like, wait, what is he talking about? But like like Pope was saying earlier, I think physically this album is amazing. That's what I can say. I feel like this is something where it's 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 it's, it's groundbreaking, at least for hip hop. Like no one does it like this anymore. Which is which, which is what I love about it. The thing is, like people don't make albums anymore. They make singles. Yep. And they put them in a package. You cannot, yeah, you cannot break this album up. You have to take all sixteen or whatever tracks it is. You can't. Yeah, it's it, it collectively it's one one entity, I should say. Yeah, it's one piece. Uh, it was a whole like like we're talking about last time. Like last year, only three albums actually went platinum. A bunch of singles went platinum, but not a full album. So I, I'm I'm gonna be curious to see what they cherry pick to be the singles off this on the radio. Because even with uh, Mad City, Swimming Pools, and Poetic Justice aren't your typical singles, but they turned them into singles. So we'll see what happens. You might might actually change change the single game once again. But for an album like this, they better be one or two songs in here that people say, yo, this is on some movement type. Um, the Black the Berry shut down the internet for like two days, man. So, so when, yeah. it, when it comes for awards and everything, if he doesn't get anything, like, I'm going to start scratching my head. Like, what does it take to get, to get he accolades? Got, and he got some Grammys for, 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 uh, for I, I believe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, nominated. Yeah, 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 yeah but he actually won. I thought he won for that. 
Oh, let's, let's Google it. <laughs> Google, Google. Google, Google. But yeah, uh, I am I am curious to see if the young generation is going to really embrace his album and like really break it down and, and 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 so you know understand what is he talking about and not just say oh this ain't got no hot beats. Kendrick fell off. He's on some stupid shit instead of just listening to the, his his actual music. I don't know, man. So, Ray Smurd got that song about strippers. Yeah, with the flicker, flicker, they're talking about stripper culture, man. It's, it's different. different. Rolling through the six in my world. You know how that go. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, man. I just, I, this album is fucking, I don't know. Maybe it resonates with me, man. And the more I dig into it, the more I get attached to it. This shit is fucking dope to me. I, and I know you haven't listened to the whole album, but like to me, that Mortal Man shit, the last track on the album is, is super dope. And the way he ended it, I wasn't expecting that to happen, yo. And it's almost like a spoiler. Like, I don't even want to say it because you haven't even seen it, yo. I have spoilers yeah. for a, a song, dude. All right. It's going to be another uh, college college chorus album, yo. That's what it sounds like. Shit, yo, that, yo, that last track was like seeing Kaiser Sose or, or finding out Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father. Like, the drink, I wasn't expecting it at all, and it blew me away. And I was just like, what? Is that? Wow. Like, I, I was shocked by it. I don't, I don't know how anybody else reacted to it, but that was like the cherry on top for me, yo. You know how that goes. So this is this is going down as the album of the year already. They were only at March, man. Well, so far, right? Is what you're asking? Yeah. Cause what album, this is this is the album of the year right here. I mean, what else has come out to be even classified in this? Because uh, well, well, I put it this way: Drake, Drake and J Cole album. So they, oh. There's no comparison. This, you have those. Wait, J. Cole came out this year or in the no, last no, year? No, no, no. J. Cole came out December, I think, of last year. Yeah, yeah, it was December. And then Drake was what, okay. last month? Or last week? Yeah, like yeah, two February weeks ago. Or something. No, yeah. it was like in February. Uh, yeah, February. It was, the crazy thing for Drake's album is like every single on there was in the top billboard at one time. It's kind of crazy. Ain't nothing else out. Like, that's, that hasn't no. happened since the Beatles, which is insane. But I feel like that's different, though, because you're dealing with iTunes now. Yeah, You know, right. like the Beatles, people had to go to the store and get it. Like, you're yeah. buying an entire album. So I think that's why he, he, he got the benefit of the doubt with that. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. I imagine Michael, Mike and Beatles on iTunes. Get it. I can't really, like, comment on Drake's album because I didn't listen to it, to be honest with you. I listened to, like, the first couple tracks and I shut it off. Well, I can't, I can't, I can't do that singing, man. I, I can't, I can't do singing that's rap. What you do not, like not, yo, not a whole album. Break it down to like singing and then hip hop. Like no, I'm listening to one track vibe and then the next track is like ooh, you look like yo. <laughs> How you switch it up with me like that? Yeah, you go from Smokey Robinson to DMX. Like, I can't. I can't yo, me, man. yo. For real, I would love, I would love to hear a song with Smokey Robinson and DMX on it, yo. Yo, Cam, get your spinning. I'll, 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 I'll leave hip hop all together if I see that combination. <laughs> Smokey Robinson and DMX, that's not even supposed to even make sense. That's, that's, yeah, <laughs> like that's not supposed to happen. Like, not being a yeah. My girl and my dog, yo. Come on, put it together, yo. Get him, Smokey. Away. <laughs> get him, Smokey. <laughs> Dude, that needs to be a tour. Awesome. I go a lot on his hooks. His hooks will be off the hook, though. Smokey singing a hook. Make it happen, Ant. Yo, yo, make Cam. it happen. Yo, Cam, make the Smokey, the Smokey and DMX album, yo, and oh, mix them together. Jesus Christ. Yo, that that, that is your mix, task. Mix it, Cam. I give you three songs for for Smokey. Re- remix it, yo. That's a white album right there. Tell you, it's dope, yo. I guess if you can pull that yeah. off, you get fame right there, yo. Matter of fact, chill, because Smokey Robinson, I think he's a vampire, so leave Mark. that alone. He might be. <laughs> he's like a, he, him and he, he like another demon. You can leave yeah. him alone. He's mad light skin and his eyes like red. He don't he don't age, man. Leave Smokey alone, yo. He's leave like Wesker alone, now, right? Something like that. Yo, he's been around. He's been singing since the fifties, man. <laughs> And ladies are still throwing panties at him. No, they're not. Ladies throwing panties at Smokey. I don't know what age they throwing in, but they throwing panties. (laughs) Like the 60-year-old? Ain't ain't no dongs, I tell you that. There's some random panties going out there. You see him lately? I see Smokey lately on YouTube. He's like a demon. Damn, he's like 75. He's like no Swatsu for the Jerry Crow wig. (laughs) 
I hope that's not me, man. I hope I don't have a hairstyle and I'm like 70 and I don't give it up. Got man with a mohawk. That's cock out, B. Just let it yeah, go, but, man. But I don't want to be normal. Can't be walking around with a Caesar. We'll see. You gotta let that shit go, B. Like, it's like LeBron, man. He gotta let it go. It's just not cool. Yo, he's not playing with a headband anymore. True. Yeah, he got a fade now. He got the fade now. He yeah. Got little patches in there. It's all right. I think they, I think they got destroyed tonight, too. Yeah, by, by Miami, his old team, thankfully. Wait, did you guys watch the game last week with uh, San Antonio? Did I? Yeah, I yeah, Thursday. Yeah, I did watch that man. game. That was probably one of the best NBA games I've seen in a long time. Kevin Love might as well be me. I might as well be like, take, <laughs> take this place. I feel bad for the dude, man. Yo. He actually has a game. Oh, he, gets, he gets no minutes, no nothing. Like, damn, love, you get no love, man. No, he was straight invisible the whole game. Like, he would be in there and no one even cared. That's the nah. thing. Like, when you're good on a bad team and then you come to a good team, it's just like, it makes you scratch your head. Like, all right, like, you could drop 40 when you're playing with a team that's not making the playoffs, but you kind of want them to step up, but they don't run any place for the kid. Yeah, they don't They don't really care about him at all. Like, they just, he was, nah. he was literally there, like, I'm ZJing, watching the game. They're down by like 25, 30. I blinked, and they're um, downly down by five. And then it was tied, and it was overtime. It, it, it just, it was an amazing game. Wait, this is the second season, right? Uh, what? Uh, Kevin Love. This is first. This is first season. What? It's season. No, at. Jamal on the Cavs. On the oh. Cavs. Okay. This is his first and last on the Cavs. I, I <laughs> I don't think he's going to win because I don't think he fits in the system. Because Kyrie Irving, he's good, but he is a nut pause. I don't even know if that's pause anymore. <laughs> got you scared to talk. Yes, got, me, got, got me, got me Yo, scared to talk now. That gave you talks pause. But anyways, what else is pause? <laughs> yeah. But Kyrie Irving, he, I, he shoots a lot of basketball, so. What? Pause. <laughs> Actually, I, I wanted to say he shoots a lot of balls, but pause. I can't even say that. We now return you to the table of truth already in progress. Yo, Damon Dash looks so fed. <laughs> Yo, you still trying to download this? I got it already. <laughs> what? The Damon Dash interview? Damon Dash looks, Damon Dash looks tight. <laughs> straight, straight Nick. Yo, 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 yo son. said to look up Damon Dash. He said Nas <laughs> was in the clip. I been had the damn video ready, man. Whatever. You was like, Nan, make fun of Damon Dash. Somebody what? said, somebody said, yo, Nan's got that Damon Dash. So I said, yo, what? Y'all didn't tell me Breakfast Club. No, it's... and I just said Dame Dummy. And he was like, who said that? I'm like, Nas, from Ether, like, 90 years ago. From 2001. I'm damn, thinking that's from an interview. That's why I said what I said, that he said some shit recent. Yo, Ed, let me ask you a question, yo. Do you even look at the internet, yo? <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you even look at the internet, yo? I don't even know he heard you. Pardon me? Huh? <laughs> Pardon me? Huh? I'm playing what? right now. I can't hear <laughs> Yo, Ann, too late to watch the video, man. We're recording. I know. I know. I'm just playing. Just playing, just playing. No, you're not. Just watch the video while Cam's fixing the thing. No, the video's an hour. Nah, just watch the <laughs> clip. No, we're, we're already recording, man. This is all, this is all recording. Yeah, we're back on. Um, nah, the damn da- the Dame Dash, damn Dame, Dame Dash, uh, interview on the Breakfast Club with Envy, Charlemagne, Angelique. That shit was pretty hilarious. Yeah, um, I think I watched it on Saturday. I, I think that was the longest interview they have, they probably ever had. Probably, because they usually do what like, like almost. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, if it's if it's kind of like a nobody, it's from like twelve minutes to twenty. If it's somebody. That's kind of known, 20 to 30, and then normally 30 and up is for, like, people we want to kind of listen to and see what's yeah, up. Because Kanye was, like, 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, like, they, they try to stay longer with those people. No, nah, I thought it was dope. That was really good. I mean, they were talking about in the, the other chat, like, Dame has a very specific viewpoint of business and how, like, a man should conduct himself and, and legacy and stuff. And it's contrary to like what Envy does, and I think that's what Envy was gonna kind of tat about because he was basically <laughs> Dame was pretty much shitting on everything that Envy's been doing recently right now. And it's fucked up. I mean, I like some of the stuff that Dame was talking about, and honestly, it just comes down to his message was strong. It's a positive, strong handshake, yo. But it's the the punch that he threw the handshake with. 
it's fucking bad. Like the delivery of the message is, makes it bad, yeah. True. But I think uh, it's better that way because uh, then people actually will talk about it and actually remember. Because I think if he was like, yeah, like really softballing it, it would have been no one would have cared. But he was like, literally, like, yo, can you get fired? Yes, that means you're a slave. <laughs> you own your own shit. Yeah. Like he yep. was hitting people in the gut, you know? You're right. Because when, when Evie tried to bring up little Tyrone, he was like, no, 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 no. Let's talk about you. Like he tried to make it personal like camp said to get the get the point across and i i, I agree with his message man like the people who are going to be bosses they take heed to what he was saying and and he's talking to us he's like yo if you want to be a boss then you, you got to stop working for quote unquote the man like you gotta you gotta believe in ownership and he's right he's like yo i guarantee the people who run this station they're not waking up at like 4 a.m in the morning to get over here but you are you making them that money yep mm-hmm. he's 100 right like i don't I don't see anything that he said was wrong. I mean, like, but, yeah. when it comes across with that message, though, is what I'm saying. But who, at the end of the day, ain't none of us here gonna have the same money as Viacom and all these big labels, Disney. So, at the end of the day, what you want us to do? You gotta work for somebody at this point. No, you can have you can no. have your own. I'm not trying to be as rich as Viacom, man. Like that's that's a monopoly over there. That's 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 something else. Like, in terms of being comfortable and taking care of your family and and your yeah. next generation. That's something that you strive for. Yeah, and again, like, also like, for him, he was looking at, like, Dame thinks very globally. Like, he thinks very large and big. And that's what he was talking about the whole radio station. He was just like, yeah, you have to wake up at 4 a.m., come in here or go to work. Somebody that's not you can fire you for not for not showing up to work or something like that. And that's why he was like, yo, you you don't, you have no ownership of what you're, you have no stake into the, what you're doing. Like you have no skin in the game, maybe he was saying. But also he was like, you know, why don't you make your own radio station? Why don't you do your own thing? And I see where Envy was coming at because Envy was like, well, he's, he, like, he has stock in Hot 97 now. Like he think he actually put, invested in stuff like that. That's what Envy was trying to get across. Like I actually have you parts of ownership. Yeah, he wasn't just like a regular owner. But what Dame was kind of hitting at was like, that's cool, but you're not a majority dude. Like you're not a, you're not, you're not, you're not like a CEO level. You're still like a drone, and that's the thing that Dame kept hitting at. It was like, that's cool that you're your little level that you're at, but if you really want to, you know, have something for your son and legacy and all that, you got to create your own thing. And that's the old school like tens and twenties and thirties, like the Rockefellers and all that. They that was their mentality. Let me build something so big that my kids could eat off of it after I'm gone. But at, what point, but at one point, is it a congratulations for doing what you're doing now as far as his success? Granted, I don't own, he doesn't own um, 105, but he is one of the major, you know, employees on that station. That's an accomplishment within yeah. itself. I put it like this, man. This is one of the things that's almost like, yeah, all right, you own stock, you're part of this, right? You, you own a part of it. He's like, yeah, but can you decide right now to give your son a job if he comes to you tomorrow and say he wants a job? And Andy was like, nah, I can't do that. He's like, can you make a decision of who's going to air tomorrow? He's like, nah, I can't do that. So this is yeah, you're a part owner, but you're not really an owner. It's a partnership. It's like when Jay was on, quote unquote, owned the Nets. He had two point five percent of what was going on. Like he couldn't, he was he was at the meetings, but he couldn't really make big moves. Like he can make his voice heard. He had more power, like talking to other people, than he actually could wield. And that's what he was trying to explain. Yeah, and it's even with, um, like, a good example is what's happening over at Hot 97, where Ebro was behind the scenes for a very long time, almost like uh, 10 years as a programming director. That's a lot of power, but he chose to give up that job to be on the front to get more of the fame and the almost the glossy part of the radio uh, life, which is interesting to me because it's like you took a position of power behind the scenes, left that so you could be in front of the, the mic to um, it's almost like to me it's like it's more for the ego base like you probably had more like pull and, and power behind the scenes now you're in front but you probably have less power because he had to give up the job as a program director to be on the air all right can, can Damon just make this statement though so an athlete who's making 25 million dollars for somebody who's making 10 billion dollars because yeah if you really think about it, in, the, in the scenario that Damon is creating like yeah that athlete makes 25 million a year but he doesn't have direct influence over who's going to play tomorrow. He does. He can't sign players to the team. He can't kick up. He can't fire the coach if he wants to. He can't do this. He can request that stuff. He can say, "I don't like that dude." But he can't just wave his pen and take somebody out of the conversation. Yeah, and that goes back to what, then, what Chris Rock was can, talking but about. Somebody, but somebody could also say, "Yeah," but somebody could also say, "Okay, I don't own that, but I got my college through 
four years of Duke University from my nine to five job that you so called say is a slave slave work. So well, it's yeah. almost like a give, it's almost a give and take because you cannot you can't knock somebody that's doing something for themselves. Granted, they don't own it, but what you would you rather me do this or so crack or rob your kid? And that's nah, what I mean, it, 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 it doesn't his... come down to that though. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. I feel like if 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 you if you're going out there and you want to do something that you could pass down, that you could own, that you say like, this is me. But Dame was saying was like, yo, like you having a boss. He was saying what he said was the equivalent to calling another man daddy. Yeah. He's like he's like, I'm a superhero yeah. to my kids. He was like, if I'm in the room, he's like, he asked Envy. He was like, if you're in the room, are you superhero to your kids? Envy was like, yeah. He's like, what happens when your boss comes in the room? Are you still a superhero? And Envy was like, yeah. Dame was like, no, because if your boss tells you to do something. You got to do it. So basically, he was saying, like, yo, like, somebody's still above you. And I, I get why people, like, they hear that message and, like, yo, what are you talking about? But it's hard for people to swallow that message. Yeah. But yeah. I think an example that he tried to say was, like, yo, 10 years ago, what were you doing? You were on the radio? And, like, he was just saying, like, I guess he was trying to say, like, growth and, like, not doing the same thing, trying to get out of, like, the, the, the nine to five, the same hustle. Like, yeah. If 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 Envy was like, yo, like I own my own car company or something, that'd have been a different story. Yeah, and that, that's the whole thing. Like, kind of like what for Ant, like you're talking about with the athletes. Like Chris Rock had the best bit about that. He was like, you know, he was like, Shaq's wealthy, but the person that signed Shaq's tech check is well is uh is, no sorry. Shaq is rich, rich right? but yeah. the person that's signing his check is wealthy, and that's the part that Dame was talking about. Like he was kind of like. No, but why worry about that though? But that's what that what Dame's whole point because was he's like, trying to say we should own it, we should yes. own the team. That's what, like, and then yeah, Dame was kind of like you know, but people don't realize, and, and this is the part that he was like, he always he always talks about this, like the whole being a boss thing and all that. And everyone's like, well, you know, look at Dame, he like went bankrupt or he did this and blah blah blah. But what the the mentality of it is different. It's like are you like. There's going to be drones that have to work every day and do that. Then there's the people that manage the drones, and then there's the people that own the drones. And that's basically what he's talking about. He's like, there's a, there comes to a point where some people have to stop being drones and start being the person that, that runs the whole shit. But not everyone has that mentality, and that's the part that Dane would keep well, you, thinking. Well, you know what? Well, you know what? When Dane Jobs was making Getting Jiggy with and all of that, he should have been making that message 10 years ago. Don't come on now and become Martin Luther King after you done fucking me videos exploiting women's and now nah, I'm I'm cause you that's the reason probably why Envy got tight like who are you to come on and say we need to be this be this but at the day motherfucker you was out here exploiting women and all kind of shit for for years so don't now when shit gets little your pockets get a little tight you wanna be make a message nah I, I sometimes I'll be reading past bullshit because no but see that's the point that's the part that's you can't feed me fifteen years of 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 dumb shit and then. Today you want to say and see that's the part that in our community that we messed up on. Years ago when and, you made Rockefeller, but no, that's what I'm I saying. Like, this is the part. Incredible. This is the part that we messed up in our community. Like we are always in that mentality. Like, oh man, you didn't do nothing. You should have done that last time. Da 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 da. People like the white folks don't talk about that. You don't have. You don't sit there and give shit to someone like Mark Zuckerberg for not doing something ten years ago. Only in our community where it's like, oh, now you're trying to talk down to me because of what I'm doing now. It's like, dude, what he's saying is you, ha okay. you need to have more entrepreneurs. So it's like, it's true, he might be going ups and down, but like. Like, this is the problem in black community. We always get into this, uh, this high horse. Oh, what have you done lately? What have you done this? It's like, dude, that's not about that. He's saying we have to have an entrepreneurial uh, idea. Don't always be like, yo, man, I'm just going to get that check. I'm going to go to MTA. I'm going to get that, you know, don't say that to, to work that. But don't he, say that to Envy, though. He, he, said, he said jobs are for, for, jobs are for the lazy people who don't want to invest in themselves. Envy's established. And, uh, yeah, and, but it, it's relative. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Pope. Uh, well, but the difference, what you're thinking, like Envy is established because he has a career. He could get fired. But he he's not established because he doesn't own his own business. Like he he isn't self sufficient in the sense that like his work depends on him. Like whatever he make, he's not he's not eating what he's killing. Like it's not he's not making his own destiny it, it, in a certain sense. Well, the people who I don't hire know all of Envy's endeavors, so I can't say that. No, I I, yeah. I I can't either. And I'm just speaking in the in the uh, point of view that the conversation was put in from the interview. Yeah. Well, if, that, if if Envy had yeah. something, he should have presented yeah. it to Dame Dash. But just like Pope was saying, like somebody could come, Envy could say True. something. Envy could say something on the radio tomorrow, and it's controversial. The bosses could be like, "Yo, Envy, you suspended. You know what? We thought about it again. You fired." That's so. That's a that's a chunk of his check that's gone now. So yeah. he still has his DJ gigs that he does. But what if DJs are like, yo, we don't want to rock with you no more. So it, it's slowly like, all right, like you, like you're working for other people basically. 
I take it to another level. I take it to another level. Let's say right now, uh, 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 Clash Hatter owns Power 105. Yeah. They could just decide tomorrow to make that shit into a country radio station. And hot, and that's, that show is going. Like, he has no job no more, yo. That's that's what Dame is trying to talk about. Yeah, and and I don't, I don't, complete, I don't agree with the way he delivered his message, but his message makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah and that's the thing that's the difference between what's going on so right now. So maybe that's like... a dick pull. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, cut a cut a voice, Ant. <laughs> yeah. No, this is just a good topic. I'm sorry. I, now, I yeah. can finish, now, now y'all can finish. I'll wait till the end. No, but what it is well, is like there's that's... a video. I remember Dwayne. <laughs> go ahead, Ant. <laughs> You set me up. Now finish, Kim. <laughs> no, wait. Who's gonna talk? Look. So this is what it is. That's what it is. That's Kim. part of the reason why the, the that people get frustrated with the African American community because we have the dollars to do stuff, but there's not enough people that have that entrepreneurial spirit to capitalize on it. So you have, you know, this like. Even like a, a like a barbershop or a beauty salon, those those are all like you know small businesses. People like taking ownership of it, trying to provide stuff their own. But uh, he, what he was saying was like not enough people in our community do that. And so and when someone presents that idea, they're automatically vilified as like, "Yo, why are you talking down to me? You know, I work hard. I got my check. I got my career. Da 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 da." And like, it's not about that. It's like you got to go to take the step further. And so not enough people like take okay. those risks to to do that like small business. And to start owning their own stuff as opposed to just being like, oh, you know, let me I'm working at like like we work at BET. It's a you know, it's a big company. It's under Viacom. It's awesome. We get a check. But then are we is that it? Is that our career? Or are we using what we work at a nine to five to funnel what we really want to do and then break off and do our own shit? Like not everyone is of that mentality and more mm-hmm. need to be like that, because like you said, like Pope was talking about, if Claire Channel decided to cut Power 105 right now. And it's a country station. All them dudes are screwed, and they'll just go look for another job to do it. And that's the reason why people, when this recession that happened and people got laid off, there was two minds: is oh my god, I lost my job. What am I gonna do? I'm I'm so scared. Or oh shit, you know what? I'm gonna start my own shit and then keep it moving. You know? Yeah, that's what we did. But, but the piggyback of what you just said, Cam. How we know? Just like you said, people use a, a major company to help better themselves. Dame, Dame did the same thing when he came up. It wasn't like he he started this business by himself. He had to get he had to come up off another label to get to get his brand up. He didn't there. know. So he, he didn't. So he and never used no help whatsoever. This was all Damon Dash created from the beginning. It's not. It's not that he. The way you're saying it is not exactly how it went. He actually explained that in the interview as well, like how how uh, Rockefeller Records put fifty fifty money with Def Jam. To build that, to make that partnership, it was a okay, partnership. So, so, who are you to say anything when you had help from another label? It was 50 50. So, it wasn't like you came on with 100% your money. You needed the but big they, man. They started. Started. And, but and, he, he flipped it, is basically what he did. So, he brought yeah. his own money to the table. He didn't bring anybody else's money and he flipped it and he just kept on flipping it, is what he was saying. Yeah, he, he they, they went, they came to them. They made a deal with them. They used this shit. And during that time, Rockefeller was the biggest part of Def Jam. They were bringing more money into Def Jam than most any other label. Yeah. And when they were done, they left. And they got their money, and they made more money off of it. Yeah, and so then, I, like, I guess that's, I'm just spending... Well, that's the round, like, like uh, uh, Rockefeller did that. Cash Money did that when they signed their deal. That deal was bananas. Like, they caught, they got to keep so much of their money that was never unheard of at that time. No limit, same with them. So it's like... I think the thing he was saying again with Rockefeller and those type of things, he was like, yo, we actually came in and was like, we we're putting up our own money to do stuff and we're partnering with somebody else, but we still get to keep most of the dollars. And so he's like, again, that goes back to that mentality of like ownership of your stuff. Like, right. You know, like now Jarrell doesn't own his stuff or, you know, uh, the Beatles, they didn't even own their stuff. Michael Jackson bought the whole Beatle catalog. And that was, that was it's the Beatles music. And Michael Jackson's like, oh, I like that. I'm gonna buy it. So he kind of goes back to again talking about that entrepreneurial spirit of owning your shit, and then you're you are the boss of you. But the part that I didn't like is like he didn't 
he basically was shitting on people that had the nine to five as opposed to acknowledging that not everyone has the entrepreneurial spirit. And that's that was the part that I think people that like Envy was getting tight about. He was like, you know, like almost marginalizing him, like everything that Envy was doing, like, you know, he has his own kid and stuff that he's doing. He got cars, he got this. But it, but way Dame was putting it, he was marginalizing Envy's whole like being basically as opposed to acknowledging like, yo, man, not everybody can be a boss. So some people got to be drones. Some people got to manage the drone. And some people are the and- ones that makes that. So maybe I got mad because he came on his show, and you're trying to play me on my show about what I'm that's, not doing. But that's not every show. But yeah, the Breakfast Club is part of, is 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 if it's his show. He's 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 a part of a three man team, and that's his show. So it's it's almost like instead of coming on saying you should be a boss, why don't you come on just say yo congratulations, you got young kids aspiring to get where you at? Cause you gotta start from somewhere. You can't what? just come on the radio and say yo own a building tomorrow. Motherfucker, how do you own a building? Tell me to go to school to take business. And you can't just say we all got to own something. Teach me first. And you, can't, you, you, you can't preach it without teaching me but how to do it. That's not, his, that's not his job to teach you, though. That's, so then that's... shut up, then. So then <laughs> shut up. How's he going to come on and tell people, like, how he's just telling you this is where you need to be. Like, this is what he's promoting. Like, you look at him, and this is what is this is what he's doing. How you gonna come in individually and tell people, yo, this is what you need to do, this is what you need to do. If you wanna own a building in, then you find the means to do it. But if you're gonna You don't have to wait for Game Dash to tell you to do it. You you go out there and you find the resources. You call me a slave on TV, so teach me how not not to become a slave in your eyes. What you what you see is is everyday slavery thing. That's that's what I'm saying. That's my biggest issue. That's my biggest issue with Dame in this whole interview is that he was preaching being a boss, which I respect and I and I, I agree with. But at the same time, he was saying, like, all his people that's on his team are all bosses. But at the same time, I don't feel like he was treating his, his team that he was there with bosses. And nor did he say at any point that he was teaching the people that are around him to be bosses. He called them bosses. He he made that, that point that, like, his team, everyone around him was team, like Mook and the other dude with the beard and the hat. And He's like, you ever had a job? And he was like, you ever had a job? That's what he asked him. And he was like, nope. My question is, though, like, that's what I was saying before. It's like, yo, how can you say this is your team and we're all bosses, but yeah. you don't even really introduce the dudes who are rocking with you. Only people yeah. reason why people know who Murder Mook was is because he was Murder Mook. Exactly. But we're listening to that interview for Dame Dash. No yeah. one's listening to Murder Mook and the guy with the beard. Just We don't even know his name. <laughs> well, my thing is, well, my thing is when... When Jay used to go up to to these shows and Dame be with him and Blake be with him, we know exactly who's with them on the stage. And I'm, I'm not saying Jay is the perfect person, but I'm saying when most people go up to do that shit, they rep their whole team. They make sure you know who everybody is. Since that interview, we still call that dude that dude with the beard and the hat. Like no one knows who that guy is. <laughs> but, but yeah, in, in retrospect, that is true. But I guarantee if it was the first time where Dame Dash came up there with Jay and no one knew who Bleak was. We'd be like, who's that kid with the hats turned to the side? And they, so, I, guarantee, I guarantee they talked about Bleak. Because Bleak was on his first single, almost. Yeah. He was on, I cannot... Uh, you know the song, so come on. I guess Cam... I guess Cam is almost like, instead of just talking about it, show me how to do it. Yeah, Don't come I, on and boast and say, we got to be bosses. Yo... Yo, show me how to be a boss then, man. Yeah, if, you, and if you can't say, I don't know how, you're not going to show me, then shut up. Because yeah. it's, like, it's almost like you're bossing yourself and you're making me feel like I ain't shit. But, and I think that's the thing. You got to be a boss. Yeah. That's like somebody coming that's Diesel on the show. Yo, y'all need to work out. You going to be like, show me how to work out? Yes! Why would you? If you're going to call me a fat pork and you say, yo, you need to work out, show me how. So you can't, get the, resources. So you can't, get, me, you can't get the resources is what you're telling me. You can't get the resources to go to a gym. You can't get the resources to go to YouTube. You can't go to the library. You can't buy health magazines is what you're telling me. Okay, you need the guy to tell you, you need to curl this three times, Anthony. I didn't say you me. Five times, I Anthony. said not me. Some, so certain people, some certain people need need to be pulled. Some, no. some, not everybody's if, if, cheap. Listen, if you're a force, there's no need for you to be handheld. Like if, if you're trying to do an internship, that's a different story. I'm learning underneath you, but if... I, if for me to walk up to somebody and tell them this is what you need to do, like you you, you need to go and learn on your own. And the thing is though, and like you you're talking about someone should give you mentorship and tutorials and shit like that. Like if you want to learn and you're a boss, quote unquote, like if that's where you're trying to head, like you go you seek out the people who can do those things for you. 
they may not be the best person for that. Hell you know? no. <laughs> but if you want to learn how to do whatever it is, you'll go out on your own. You won't wait for somebody to come get you at your job and tell you you should go do this shit. Like he's saying, if you're a boss, go get it. And you shouldn't strive to work for somebody else. You should have your own shit and, and be the captain of your own ship or your destiny and not wait for someone else to take you to the promised land. Like you can uh-huh. work your ass there. Yeah, that's, How do you get there? that's, the, that's the part that people and if forget. And if your question is... And if your question is, how do you get there? It's your job to figure that out. It's not my job to tell you. You can ask me, but your job is to figure it out on your own. You find your own path to get there, yo. People right, didn't teach me. I, I went out and learned shit on my own through yeah. all the trials and tribulations that I went through through my life. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. But how many times we always talk about is the families that got to teach these young kids about owning businesses and not just going to a four-year college and calling it that's part of life. It's all about being educated. And so he talked you, about that though. If they're teaching your kids just to go to school and and, and 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 that's how and that's the way of life, then you got somebody coming to Damon Jazz saying, Yo, you a fool, you need to be a boss. Well, hold on a second. My mother and father told me if I go to school, I should be okay in life. So that's what I'm trying to say. Some people are not educated enough to know what it is to become a boss. They just got it as I'm just gonna go to school, work for somebody, get a good paying job, and I'm content. And but then, then I got somebody calling more saying <laughs> I ain't I I'm 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 failing. But my my kids are in school. I'm good. I'm not talking for me. I'm just saying. Some I, I people, hear where you're coming from. Some people I, don't want to hear you need to become a boss. Why? My kids is good. I'm happy. Granted, I don't own the company, but I got stocks. I got this. I have that. I'm comfortable. So you I, can't. I understand where you're coming from, man. I hear what you're saying, but I don't subscribe to that in any shape or form. Because growing up, my mother told me the same shit. Get a job. Make sure you have a pension. Make sure you got insurance. And it's fucking work with that. And that was her mentality because her mother told her that, it's and, yeah. down. and and it's passed down from generation to generation. That's what that's what Cam was and, mentioning with the with the black community. You're yeah. right. And and now at the stage I'm at, like I've learned over the years through the things that I've done, the jobs I've had, the adventures I've taken through my career, that that's not the path to go. Like I don't believe in that shit, and I don't teach my daughter that. My daughter is she'll be 12 in June, and she's already tried to start three businesses. Like, yeah. I don't I don't teach the idea of just having a job and that's okay for you like it's not a way and, and that's we have to break that chain and, so, and uh dame dash mentioned that too pope because like you said he was talking about his son he's like my son owns his own shop he's selling his own cookies he's like yeah i took my daughter to china like they're they're post up in front of my shop selling their products he's like every can they go to, to your radio station and do that and he was like no so it's just like he's he, he's showing his children how to do it and and i mean he can't show you not you personally and but yeah. he is setting an example. Like yeah. going to college is not for everybody. All of you're course. doing is ensuring that you're going to be paying debt for the rest of your life, yeah. most likely. So yeah. If, if yeah, if you're going out there, if you it, parents have to realize you can't always tell your kid be a doctor and lawyer. Like figure out what they want to do and push them towards that. And that's what yeah. Pope is saying he's doing with his daughter. Like if she wants trying to open three businesses, he's not going to say he first he's going to say make sure you understand your your homework. But then at the end of the day, like. You want to encourage that passion. Yeah. You want to and, be like, yo, make sure you go to school. And that's kind of like with the, like, actually the Republican view of the whole, uh, the raising of the minimum wage. And so I remember this lady was on, like, MSNBC talking about it. And she's worked at Papa John's and she was, you know, uh, protesting with the people to raise the minimum wage. And the first thing she says is like, yeah, you know, I've been working at Papa John's for seven years, making eight seventy five an hour. And, I'm, and I have two kids. And I'm like, wait a minute, you have two kids? You've been working at Papa John's for seven years? Like, wait, how does that happen? Like, did you have no other ambitions? Did you have no opportunities? Like, I have all these questions. And a lot of times, especially in, like, again, I go back to our community stuff, is you're right. It's the get a job, you know, make sure it's a good job, and then make sure you get your pension, and blah, blah, blah. And they're completely comfortable with that, which is cool. But that mentality is not going to uh, cut it anymore in this economy. And we, it's, See, but... Oh, sorry. But- the, the counter that came, though, for what you're talking about in terms of, like, the minimum wage shit and how someone can have a job at a minimum, at Papa John's for seven years, she has two kids, so yeah. she really can't yeah. take that. Space to do she, she's, ra- yeah, she's raising two yeah. kids. She's raising two kids by herself, so there's not the opportunity for her to just be like, you know what, fuck this job. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna take, I'm just gonna stop working here and go find a better job because she can't do that. She got to keep the lights on. She got to keep food and table. She got to keep the house together. Like that's not an opportunity for her. I don't, I don't mean to get too deep, but I think all of this stems from this all, this all happened 
400 years ago, man. This is all a product of slavery coming back. Call it an excuse. It's not an excuse, but we're programmed to like what, what y'all just said, to just make it. It's all survival instinct now. Get a job, go to school. Parents right now is not going to tell no kids, yo, you got to own something. Because they struggle their whole life. So all they know is to struggle and to make it and persevere. So, of course, they're going to teach that to the kids and only that. So it, it, it's it's not it's not like it's, it's sometimes it's not even people's fault. It's just a product of the environment. I don't I don't I don't believe that, yo. I don't. No, I mean, no, no. Because you just said both, you just said your mom just told no. you she showed I, you a way for what she know. Mm -hmm. So it it was up to you to say, hold on, I followed that route. I'm That's not gonna not pass it route. down to my daughter. I'm not gonna pass it down to my daughter. Yeah. But, the, that, but that proves my point that it's not a product of my environment because my environment was. That type of thinking. My environment was so many other dark things that I didn't follow down. So yeah. it's not really a product of my environment. It's about me wanting something better for the next generation behind me. And that's yeah. one. That's the other thing that Dane was saying. Like he doesn't work for his first name. He works for his last name because he wants it, his name to be passed on to his son and to his daughter, so they can have a better life going forward for them. And that's 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 what you're supposed to do. If you're a parent, you're supposed to be building so your children have a better life than you had. That's true. You're yeah, right. But, but, yeah, I mean, right not everybody's going to break the mold. Like you you mentioned your experiences. Like you said it got passed down from your mom's mom. Yeah. Mom's mom. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's certain things where you broke the mold, but in, in, in a systematic environment. Exactly. You, come, come April 15th, people living in the project about to put some rims on the Escalade. So, Period. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's true. It, it is. It, it, the system does play a role in it too. Like Anna's saying, like, there's certain people you're built, you're in these neighborhoods, like walk on Cam's block, good luck finding a salad. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, no, uh, Word deep, that's facts. I'm, I'm not saying that there isn't any systematic shit. I'm not saying that. I'm not stupid. I know, I know the facts. I know how things are built in this country, how it puts the black man down. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, though, we're in an age where, like, Oh, that's the way things are, and damn it, I gotta just struggle through it. That's that's not an that's not an excuse to me anymore because you have every opportunity to change your story. Like before, in the, in the past, it was like, oh, I can't do it because I couldn't get the education. I can't do this, but you can go online and learn anything possible you want on YouTube. They got a class for all that shit on YouTube, yo, and it's I free. But you then got I, I could, over the place. I could, could counter anything, with, I could counter with that lady who has two kids. Why don't you go yeah. tell her that, Paul? Yeah, exactly. I, tell her that I, situation. I, I would tell her that she could do that because but you don't I, know how much time you said she has. Like you said, like she's raising two kids, she doesn't have opportunity to so, get out of that environment. All right, so like I, I explained like this, yo. Say she has two kids yeah. and she's working her job. Hopefully, let's say she's able to get the daytime shift. Yeah. Right. So she takes her kids to school. Maybe she could work it off, and then she gets home with them, and she's able to bring them to school. Like that's the perfect scenario. And I'm not even gonna try and deny it's not, right? So now she's at home at night with her kids. After she puts her kids to bed, what is she doing? Is she watching Scandal or is she studying for to get better? So she okay. can find a better job. We don't know the situation though. No, that's that's what I'm saying. Like that's that's where the drive and the change it can be. Cause you you have the opportunity to do the thing that you want. It's what you do with it. Yeah, you can make I, I made the excuse earlier that, you know, it's hard for her. Yeah, definitely it is hard for her. But if she wanted to, she could change it. That's my that's my thing. That's pretty much did. You just gotta buckle up, suck it up, and go and but, persevere but it, in the matter of the situation. It, it comes down to what Dame Dash is saying, which is why I don't disagree with it. If you want to be a boss, it's in you. Yeah. So you're, you're like you Pope, you you broke the barrier, you broke the system. That yeah. you're not following what what the what everybody else is doing, and that's what his message was. So Man. maybe she doesn't want to be a boss. And, and also too, the, the seven dollars. And also but, too, like everyone talks about the system and this and that, and so. Uh, I was talking to my friend that teaches in Brooklyn, and he was—he's a very like you know uh, revolution person. We get to blow up the system and start it all over. And I was like, "That's awesome! Let's blow up the system." So we blow up the system. What happens now? He's like, "Well, I mean, you know, we'll make it fair or something." I'm like, "Exactly." And every time you talk about blowing up the system, who's the first people to get hurt? Everyone that's poor and barely making it. So it's like, and yep. and my yep. thing is, it's like for and this is a very like conservative view. The reason why those dudes are still conservative and they always want to keep their money and all that. It's because they're like, okay, well, this is the system. Let me learn it, and let me figure out how I can get over on the system. And you have all those, like, like Pope was talking about, the internet and this and that. So you can understand that, and that's kind of what uh, Dwayne, I mean, Dame was talking about. He was just like, you know, the, the tools are there for you to do your own stuff. 
And so the one thing I disagree with him, like we were talking about earlier, is he just he didn't give credit to people that were just rolling with the system and they're completely fine with that. You know, the, the people that do the cogs in the machine. And like, again, not everyone's going to be an entrepreneur. You need the cogs because they're going to do the stuff that we don't want to do as the bosses. But Basically. but again, it goes back to that system. And too many people want to just be like, well, why are you talking down to me as opposed to, hmm, that's interesting. Let me go research my own shit and understand what you were talking okay. about as opposed to just saying it. I guess because can somebody done bust their ass to get to where they need to get and then all of a sudden somebody telling them it ain't, it ain't good enough. But it's pride. in your heart of all hearts, yeah, if, if, if you're content, yeah, if you're content, if you don't want to bust your ass and you're happy, like the envy sounded like he was happy where he was at. Yeah, so I don't think exactly. that message goes to, goes to him. And that's, and that's I, think, I don't know. I, I kind of felt like it was a little bit of both. Like I, I felt like he was content with his life the way it was going. He thought he was doing good. And then I think when Dane, when Dane put him in that position, yeah. he started to think like, man, maybe I'm not doing as good as I should be doing. But that's not right. Changes. That's not right. That's no, that's, wait, not, wait. that's not right. That's because you're bringing down somebody who has success. You're not no, bringing it down. Maybe it's, it's inspiration them, maybe it's inspiration for him. Maybe yeah. it's like, oh, maybe I need to make a difference. Maybe it's I need to make a change. On your own stuff. How is that bringing you down? That's letting you know, like, hey, there's more to life than you just working here nine to five for them. Like, you could open your own radio station. Well, I the way they were saying. I guess, making I guess I'm thinking as the as we as black men come a long way, and for somebody to make it as far as envy is 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 a, a success, and is is something that he can talk about in his testimony, but. But I he's going to just... keep on making money for Clear Channel. That's what he's basically doing. He's not making money. He's making money for Envy, but he's only making a portion of what Clear Channel is making. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think also, too, like, goes back to pride. You know, like like, like uh, Ant was saying, like, you know, Dame was wrong to come in and, like, trample another man's success. But instead of, um, like, for Envy, instead of looking at Dame as someone trying to shit on him, it could have been like, okay, hold on. So you're challenging me to do better than what I'm already doing now. All right, challenge that's accepted. True. I'm gonna see you six no. months, and then I'm gonna show you up. But that's the part about the our community that we don't do. We're too busy tearing each other down, kind of like what Dame was doing, as opposed to listening yeah. to each other for understanding, as opposed to communication. Exactly, and that's it's tough. Here, uh, you know? It's tough. It's like a catch twenty two because the way Dame talks is aggressive. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And when, when, when yeah, when it got to a certain point, like when they started, when they thought they called each other stupid, they had to apologize. So yeah. like sometimes the message when you're trying to Sometimes you get passionate, and like we were talking about earlier, that's the Harlem in them. Like they, they, they might be helping you, but there's a snap behind it. Like yo, you watch your is. <laughs> instead of saying, between the lines. instead of saying you, you didn't hear what I said, they're gonna say something crazy like yo, clean yeah. your ears out or something. And yeah. then from there, you already feel offended. But yeah. you, you gotta, you just, you just gotta view the message and let them Harlem dudes be them Harlem dudes, yo. <laughs> At the end of the day, they both they both communicate with each other, and they both got to see. They both know what's on their mind. But at the end of the day, nobody could be mad at each other because I told you how I felt. You told me how you felt. Now, how, where did we go from here? Yeah, like yeah, Pope said, a, I think I think it opened Envy's eyes towards yeah. the end. Yeah, definitely. It was a good. I thought it was a good dialogue. Like I laughed because you didn't hear nothing from uh, Charlemagne or Angela Yee. They like Angela Yee, Yee was silent because it was real. Because yep. it, it got real. And it got Charlamagne real. Because Charlamagne's like, I am a good employee. I'm a yeah, right he tried to act shit. stupid. Like he, well, Envy asked the Jay Z question, and I, I think that's where Dame got upset. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the beginning of yeah. like, him but, being tight. Yeah, from there he was he was like he was riled up. And I don't, I don't blame Dame for being mad about that shit. Yeah, so this is decades ago. He said he hasn't seen the man twice, only twice in fifteen years. Like, why are we still it's talking horrible, about man? Yeah, why is he still getting shot off my interview? Yeah, that's what he said. He was like, "Yo, you ain't ask him about me when when y'all when he was up here." Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. I would get pissed, yo. That's like that's like if you argue with somebody and they keep asking you the same question over and over after you answer it. It's like, yo, we had this conversation. Why would you guys meet? Why would you ask me this? Yeah. <laughs> How did you and and, and Jay Z meet? Like what? Like yeah, that's not a topic. I'm here like, to promote my movie. How many times have we had that conversation? He's 100% right. He was like, you know the answer to this question. Why are you asking me? It was a different radio station. Like, oh, okay. Oh, man. Nah, I, I like that. I mean, I think, like, folks like Dame and Kanye, even with their, like, brashness and sometimes dumbness, it's needed to rile that up because we do get real complacent in, like, some of the things that we're doing. And we don't really try to push things or go farther than that. Like, we're content with, like, you know, just being at, you know, the number one morning show in the country or something like that and not doing anything further than that or doing things like, you know, bigger. And I think 
even with Kanye with the, his missteps that he does, I appreciate that he shoots that like so far out there just to do it, just to see if he can do it. Sometimes he fails, sometimes he does good, but at least he does it, and a lot of people don't do that anymore. Whenever I think of them, I always think of this one line: "Me and Dame cool, we assholes." <laughs> <laughs> But it's true, man. Everyone hates the assholes because those are the ones that like either try to speak the truth or just don't care. <laughs> they make the tough decisions, man. That that's other people can't make, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, they they speak up. Yeah, and, it's uh, almost it's almost like our podcast. We'll say stuff that people are guess afraid to talk about, or maybe you know, it's get get too real and people just shut the hell up. So you know, I guess it's damn pause. Shit, sorry. What did you say? <laughs> I don't even know what he said. Pope I just heard pause. pause. Pope said pause, so I'm going to just say pause because I don't know. Pause. Pause. Pope pause. Person, pause. 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 I'm so conscious now. Pause. Pause. <laughs> yo, I'm sorry. I cannot wait till they end this pause shit. Like, you know how Slick gets out of style? Let's go to the Harlem, yo. Let's go to the Harlem. Yo, I've been saying pause since 97. And they didn't hit the mainstream until the 2000s. And that's because of Harlem. Harlem started pause, yo. When is it going to end? Never. When is it going to end? Never. So we're about to have an anniversary party. I can't even see yo. I'm about to eat some spaghetti and meatballs, man. Yo, my meatballs. nigga. Hey yo. Hey yo. Hey yo. Ah <laughs> damn. I'm about to eat this sausage sandwich. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, exactly. Sausage. That's crazy. Yeah. You need to get over this homophobia. I'm trying, man. Uh, should we even touch on the girl who got jumped, or should we just wrap this? Yeah, we can wrap this up, it. That, we can... that was that was a that was a good yeah. Let's keep it positive. We have a good positive debate, a heart like this in a minute. So yeah, we are gonna end it like this one. All right, let's do uh, final words. First up is going to be Ant. I just hope everybody here, well, everybody here, people listening to the show, you know anybody who needs to hear this, please let them play this because. At the end of the day, all of us have some great points. And at the end, man, you you, you got to work for yourself. That's the only way you're going to get what you want, when you want it, without no bullshit. So, good show, fellas. Nice. Um, I'll go next. Uh, yeah, man, I, I really liked what Dane was saying, even if it was super aggressive. I think more people need to, like, take ownership and take the reins of their own destiny as opposed to just getting the check and then being complacent and you spend it on, like, more material things like yo man you we have the creativity to kind of do whatever you want to do and there's opportunities now that people can go ahead and do it and so i think more and more especially african-americans we kind of have to like take the reins and just do that as opposed to just being complacent working at your job and just rock you know rocking that so the the tools are out there folks go find them Dwayne. uh i my my final word is more of a stay woke final word um, I was looking at uh, another episode of Empire, and like I kind of like sat back and kind of watched the show as a whole. And I was watching Centric. I was watching like the old school like Family Matters Cosby Show. Yeah. And like I just feel like Empire is definitely not a show for like anybody under a certain age to look at. Like I feel like in my mind, see, I'm always with my Illuminati thing. I just feel like sometimes. Like betraying black families in a certain light, it's great. It makes great TV, but in the same, at the same time, like people across the middle of America in certain areas don't deal with us, or people in yeah. Europe don't see us all the time. Yep. So I just want people to know that's not exactly how a family acts. Granted, it's a TV show, but when people see me when I go to Europe, they think I could rap or that I could do a, a 360 dunk. Yeah. So you might think <laughs> I'm exaggerating on like how people view certain things on TV, but I just feel like we need to get eventually back to a part where we're represented in a in a in a better light i love empire watching the finale hopefully on wednesday at the same time it's it's it is not a fair represent representation of the black community and the black family yeah my thing is though this this is not my fun word but this thing about empire yo empire is a fucking tv show about a family within entertainment and music business just the same way I look at it like the Kardashian show or any other, like these reality TV shows. Like Ant was saying like two episodes ago when we talked about Kardashians, like they live in a whole different world. So I don't even, and I understand where you're coming but from. You're an adult watching yeah, it, Hope. Yeah, but it's an, it's an adult show. It's, I think it's like TV 14 is the rating. It's not for, it's not teen. Just it's like, not, it's not like for everybody. And yo, 
anybody has the tools to do anything. So trust me, like the the 15 million people that are watching that is not just adults. Oh, yeah, I know. 20, 23 to 34. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Hopefully the families that I'm watching. just saying the representation, like when they show shows like Love and Hip Hop, Black Ink Crew, like I feel like that's how we're represented now. So my whole thing is like, I just feel like they're to people who don't, they probably not listening to this podcast, but to people who don't see the other side and know like people like us, like I feel like yeah, this is not us. It's just it's just TV. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, Blackish is, a, is a, another family that's not necessarily how most black families work either. Which is good. So it's like yeah, I, but it, it's fun in a more positive light, I guess. Yeah. And it, it's 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 breaking down stereotypes. Like this one, yeah. like gay dudes breakdancing, <laughs> people having orgies. Like I'm like, all right. I mean, I mean, some of us maybe had an orgy, but not all of us. Are in <laughs> <laughs> We gonna say no names. Oh no, man! I am not dry snitching. <laughs> dry <snitch> tonight. <laughs> All right, Pope. But uh, yeah, that's my final word. I just it just caught my eye, man. I just wanted to say something about it. Uh, basically, my final word is just uh, I don't know. Be more positive in the things that you do. Try. I, I want the the black community to kind of challenge the stereotypes that we've been living with. I think. Uh, I think we make excuses many times for the things that are happening and not taking that uh, that next step to become better than the past generations. Like just because it's been your 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 story your whole life, it shouldn't continuously be that. Like you should look to try to be better going forward. Like don't at least try to be better than your last generation and your and your family tree, whether it's for your kids or not. Like you should try to be better to make yourself and the people coming after you better. You know. Amen. Unless you're look- Michael Jordan. You ain't making a billion. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't care what book you read. You read. Yeah. Good, good luck in that family. It dad's Warren Buffett. I'm sorry. Word. Yo, Word. Warren Buffett's like, just reality, man. Yo, Warren Buffett's like, you're not getting none of my money, kids. Sorry, yeah. guys. Yo, but Bill Gates. Those... Sorry, man. Yeah, sorry, that's no shit with Bill Gates, Warren Buffett. They both said when they're gone. They send a little bit of money, and then the rest of that shit's going to charity. Yep. Like that shit is awesome. A little bit is probably two billion. But yeah. <laughs> All they, but they said I, that they're not leaving none of the money to their kids. I mean, granted, like Buffett's kids and Gates, they're doing things like they're already like kind of established on their own right. But he was like, I'm not doing the legacy thing about giving them a bill when I leave. Like, nope, they're they got to do their own thing. That's rough. <laughs> and one one final thing. Yes. This is episode 99, the final episode for season four. And we're starting off season five, episode 100, yo. I'd like to say congratulations to you, my brothers. We've uh, took a long walk. Milestone. <laughs> long walk. Nobody here to see you, Otis. We're about to hit that syndication. So, with that said, with that said, y'all, new season, new things. Let's go. Nice man. Alright, this is the table truth and we are out. Nobody come to me, Popus. You can listen and download to all of our episodes of the Table of Truth on iTunes to search the Table of Truth podcast.